fun this morning. Can we do that? Is that okay? And we have some fun in, in church. Amen. The, uh, the, the, one of the things that I want to talk a little bit about today as we get into this is it's, it's called about an investment of a lifetime. What can you invest in that will bring eternity? What can you invest in that all of a sudden it will make a difference and it won't just impact your community for the next day or the next week or the next month, but it will continually impact for eternity? Is that the type of investment you want? How many of you want an investment? Let's talk about finances. How many of you want to have an investment, a financial investment, that you put money into it today and, and you get double your money tomorrow? It's not a bad investment, is it? Huh? How about if you put money into it today and you got... I don't know what number would be big enough. Your money continued to grow over the past 10 years and you put a dollar in today instead of having $2 tomorrow. You put a dollar in today and 10 years from now you got 300000 Anybody want that investment? How about if you put a dollar in today and then after 10 years you had $3.5 million? Nobody wants $3.5 million in this place? Some people are like, is he serious? What about if you had an investment and you put a dollar in today and you had $3 trillion in 30 years? Can I get an amen? amen. Woo! Now, that, I got some people over here who want, want, want to get in on this thing. How many of you know when you invest in a life and somebody comes to Christ, it's greater than that? When you invest in some things in the kingdom of God, it's greater than a billion, it's greater than a trillion. What's the next number after trillion? Zillion? Are you serious? Gajillion? I don't know, but I'm, we better find that out because it's going to be coming here pretty soon. I didn't know what number was after a billion until they came up with a trillion. And I was like, where did they come up with that? Have they just got these mathematical guys up there that said, okay, where do we go? To the, what do we call that? See, the numbers weren't as big as 30 years ago, 50 years ago. You weren't talking about trillions. You, you were talking about millions, and then all of a sudden you're talking about billions, and now we're talking about... Trillions and quadrillions? Quadrillions. Who? Quadrillions a big number. <laughs> I don't know what that is for you, but that's a big number for me. Quadrillion. That's a, that's a big number. Amen? So let's take a look at some things. First of all, what I want to do is, is let you guys know. I, was, I thought about naming this, where did my money go? <laughs> where did my money go? Because how many of you know you really, truly... If the truth be known, you're wondering, where did the money go? Hello? We came in here. We see some new things. You can see some things as we spruce up and do different things. You can see that money. But I want to kind of just give you an overview. Let's just take a look at this. As you invest in a lifetime, let's just take a look at some expenses so you have a greater idea. Uh, this year, first of all, my understanding is how many of you know last year was tough, wasn't it? And the year before, the last two years, can we say the last two years were pretty tough? They, they, they've just really been difficult years. The economy dropped. Many people had their money in a, in a, in a money market certificate or, a, or, and, and, or in, the, in the stock market, and then the stock market dropped, and it went from 10,000 points down to 7,000 points. You know, it's back up to 12,000. It's like, wait a minute, they lost all their money. I know people lost thirty and $40,000 in a day just like that. 
So when we begin to look at some things, we have to realize that we've came into a tough year. Some of you may not believe what you're going to hear this morning. When I say that, is it's the truth. We came to a place in this ministry where we had stopped casting vision and were just fighting for survival. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's like they're talking about building a youth center. How can I build a youth center when I'm just trying to keep the electric bill on? Are you with me? Come on, people. Let's get right down where the real is, the truth is here. That sometimes we're struggling, and even as families, as, and even as, as employers and employees, it's like you're just trying to keep the doors open. There were times where people are just trying to stay in their home. They're just trying to keep their business going. They're just trying to do these things. And then you come in, and the church says, well, if you'll sow a seed, God will meet that need. And you're thinking, oh, my goodness. I sow a seed. I can't even hardly keep my electric bill on. How many of you have to understand that when you take care of God first, then he'll take care of everything else in your life? Can I get an amen? So we're going to take a look at some expenses. What kind of expenses? Where some of my money go? Because as Pastor Sean and I were, were talking and we were looking over some things, it was like, man, we've just pulled back and pulled back and pulled back. And we've done some things. So you're going to hear some things this morning. You know, I, I want to have just an upbeat message. Everything's good. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Even when it's bad, you're looking at it and you're going, what's he seeing? Because I don't see it being too good. There were some things we did in the ministry last year that didn't work out. Can I be honest with you today? Truthful? Let me say truthful because I'm always going to be honest with you. But there were some things that didn't work out. And it was hard for me as a pastor to say, you know what? All I'm going to do is show you what worked out and not going to talk about what didn't work out. But it's not right for me to do that because you need to know, hey, guess what? We set a goal and we didn't make it. But everything in me doesn't want to tell you that we set a goal and we didn't make it because then you'll think, well, we're not as successful as you might think that we're successful or I'll give a false appearance of this or that. And the truth is there were some things last year we wanted to do and couldn't do and weren't able to do because we were just trying to keep the lights on in the place. Isn't that way with your homes? There's some of you might say, well, you know, I was wanting to remodel here and add this on and do this. And I'd like to, you know, like to put a, put a new bedroom in. Instead of four kids sleeping in one room, we could get another bedroom. We could put two in one and two in another. And you just are barely getting by and things are just really struggling. And you're saying, you know, I don't know. I didn't get a raise. I didn't get a bonus. I didn't get all these different things. And then we come in and say, oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. Well, there's times where it wasn't good. But God always provides. And sometimes we just have to get there so we can trust him to provide on our way out of it. And that's where we have been within this ministry. We've been in a place where we've looked at it and said, oh, my goodness, let's keep the lights on. Let's do this. Let's do that. We've gotten through that place. No, you didn't hear me. We've gotten through that place. Let's give the Lord some praise for that because it hasn't, it hasn't been easy. We've had to tighten our, our belts and look at some things. But let me, just, let me just give this to you because I just want you to begin to see this. So if we're going to talk about an investment of a lifetime, then first of all, we're going to need to look at what kind of this investment it is and how much we are investing. 
So with our building, we've had some repair and maintenance costs. These, these costs are less than last year. If some of you were here the same, about the same time we did this last year, if you could look at your sheets, you'd see the difference of it. But we spent $7,597.53 in just repair and maintenance for the building. The insurance on this building, <laughs> how many of y'all, y'all complaining about a $300 car insurance? How about an insurance on this building? $7,193. That's a bunch of insurance, isn't it? But we got to have it because, you know, we, we need the insurance on the building. Praise God because we had some damage on the roof and the insurance took care of some of that. And I just praise God for the opportunity that we've had. The Kingdom House, we had talked last year we were going to spend over $30,000 on the Kingdom House. Look how much we spent. We spent $3,489.44. Because we just couldn't step out and do that. We have got $10,000, $10,000 set aside specifically for the kingdom house. But we need about 30000 to 10 plus 20 more to not only start on it, but hopefully come to a place where we can begin to get it occupied. Okay? So it's hard for me. It's hard for me to sit up here and say, this is what we were going to do with the kingdom house, and then nothing happened on the kingdom house. But that's the truth. That is actually reality that we had to pull that back and say, wait a minute, we can't step into that. And I don't want to step into it until we can step into it and do it right. Let me say that again. I don't want to step into it till we can step into it and do it right. Because I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to get in there and then say, oh, man, we're not going to do it. But we're going to fall back and we're going to adjust and hear from the Lord and then kind of be good stewards. Is it okay if we're good stewards? Audio video, you know, we've, this, is, this is on last year, by the way. We have done some things with audio video. We've spent $1,800 or $1,813. And some of you might know, well, we got this new digital soundboard and all this other. That was spent after the first of this year because we needed to get through December and see if we could make it to where we would have this money to be able to do that. So we've done some things. So that will show up next year. But that actually, those monies actually came out of the Bountiful Offering from last year for this year, for us to use this year. So the audio video was only $1,800. Supplies. Man, you know what it takes to get supplies for y'all? Y'all some toilet paper, paper towel people? Cleaning supplies? These are office supplies? That's $11,000. That seems like a lot, right? But how many of you would come in here if we didn't spend $11,000? You'd be getting to the parking lot and you go, was somebody going to pick up that trash? You wouldn't even come in the door, right? So we spent $11,000. Our utility bill, this is, I'm telling you, I, I really want to thank. First of all, I want to thank the ushers. I want to thank everybody else, staff-wise, personnel-wise, that they did a tremendous job controlling this number. Can we give the Lord some praise? I know you're clapping by faith. But when we look at a utility bill that's $27,000, and some of, y'all, some, of, some of you do know me, that I'm trying to squeeze six cents out of a nickel. And when I look at the utility bills and our utility bills dropped $100, we know we're in there. <laughs> it either go up $100 or down $100. It doesn't fluctuate up 1000 or down 1000 But we were actually, with our utilities and everything, we controlled them to the best we could control them. And we actually were $100 less in utilities this year, last year, than we were the year before. So praise the Lord for that. Our building payment is $88,742.28. Do you know how many years we've paid on that? I'm going to put you on the spot. 
Somebody asked me the other day, we set the building up on a 15-year pay. We've already gone through five years. Was it this past year that we renewed our note or the year before? So, so we've, got, we've paid seven years. We would have eight years left on paying off our building. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Hallelujah. See, how many of you know you just can't put a target up on there and then just sling something on there and see if it's going to hit it? Right? Just sling it up there. we got to aim for it. So we put a plan together to get the building paid within this 15 years because I don't want to go a 30-year note. And I would sure would like to have the building paid off to where we don't have to worry about putting that 88000 Let me ask you a question. Wouldn't you want to be able to take that 88000 when the building's paid off and put it towards something else that's going to impact the community? Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Huh? See, you all didn't know you'd get so excited on spending so much money. Well, the ladies did. So totally, we spent $147,203.04. Four cents. Now, on the next slide, I want to tell you a little bit. Look what we did. On the next slide, you're going to see what we did for benevolence. Of course, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. It says, now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase your harvest of righteousness. Is this important? Does it make a difference? Let me ask you a question. Is it important? Does it make a difference? Yes, absolutely. So we've got people that come in. And and this past year, we've spent $6,707.77. A lot of sevens. On benevolence, on helping people with rent, utilities, um, gas, uh, putting them in a hotel room or something like that. Let me tell you an example of one. We had a couple that came in. They were living under a bridge. You may not think that's possible in Woodward, but it is possible. He said, I'll take you and I'll show you the mat that I'm laying on to live under this bridge. And they came in and he needed about three days to where he could get a ride to Texas to go live with his mom and dad. And this couple came in. And, um, gosh, where's Kevin at? You see him? Okay, there he is. Okay, this couple came in, and they got, they got, they got to, to talking to, I think it was Jody. Gosh, I can't remember who was in here at that time. Sean and Jody, okay. So you're going to, this is right up your alley, Kevin. You're going to love this. So they came in, and they said, we need to do this. We need a night in a hotel. So a lot of times we just don't go, okay, let's put you up in a hotel, and you can kick back and eat potato chips and... Watch the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? So we said, you know what, let's talk to them. And Pastor Sean interviewed them. And he sat down with them. And they said, here's what we need to do. And Pastor Sean said, Pastor, here's what, we, here's what we'd like to do. Can we, we got some work that we're doing. And it just so happened the very next day, we in, in the office and staff, we were coming in and doing some work on the building, just doing some sprucing and cleaning up. And they worked with us for two days. He and her, both together, they worked. We didn't pay them, but we said, here's what we're going to do. Instead of, instead of us giving you a salary, you work for us, and we'll figure up what you would make, and we'll put you in a hotel room, we'll get you some food, we'll do all these different things. And we stayed with them for two days. And on the very last day, I sat down and added up everything that they had worked. If we had paid them to work at $8 an hour, how much that would be, and the hotel rooms they had, less their meals and expenses. See, y'all just y- y'all have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. This is a couple that came in, and they were willing to work. We said, how are you feeling? Good. Any back problems? No. 
Can you work? Absolutely. Well, good. We got some work to do. Are you willing to work? Now, there are others we've done that, and guess what they've said? Um, uh, I, I, I will work. Let me, um, let, let me, I got some things I need to do, so let me, let me come back. I'll see you afternoon. And they'll leave, and they don't come back. This couple came back every morning they were there. They worked till 5 or 6 o'clock. Are you with me? They did everything they could do. We not only were able to put them in a hotel, but get them hooked up, get their needs met to where it came to a place when their dad finally came up from Texas. I said, here, I want you to give him this gas card. That's what benevolence is about. Can I get an amen? That's what the, the next thing is. Amen. Go ahead and give the Lord some praise. That's right. So you, a lot of you don't know. All this stuff happens behind the scenes while you're working and, and you're doing your thing and you're giving tithes and offerings and bountiful offering and you're doing that stuff and you're thinking, well, it ain't going nowhere. It's going to help some people. And those people helped themselves. They worked hard to get there. And those are the ones we like to help. Isn't that right? Now, we like to help We like to help everybody, and most everybody, we won't turn them down unless we ask them to do certain things, and they'll go to you and say, they wouldn't help me. That church wouldn't help me. Well, well why not? Well, because, uh, you know, because. Well, maybe we ask them to come and help out here, and then that we would get them a hotel room or gas or whatever it might be, and they decided they didn't want to. So missions. Those of you that got a handout, we passed out that handout. There's 118,000. What was that again? $118,981.06 that actually went for missions. So we passed this information out to you so you could see the different, the different uh, uh, ministries that we give into and the missions that we give into. So that figure is broken down that way. Okay. So the next thing that I want to do is let's take a look at some discipleship in 2010. What did we do in 2010? Well, first of all, we sent 28 kids to Camp Victory. That's kids and sponsors. Let's praise the Lord for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus said we're going to have to go and what? Make disciples, baptizing the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, telling them to observe all that He's commanded, and lo, He'll be with us even through the end of the age. 23 went to Dance Revelation Camp. Tennille, that was the largest camp that you've had so far, right? 23? 23? 25, pretty close. And then one year before that, I saw there were some numbers of 18 or something that was there. So let's give the Lord some praise for that. Hallelujah. The other, the other statistic that I want to bring to you is we had small groups. We had the small groups, and in the small groups, there was two different sets of small groups. We had over 12 cl- classes, and I was, we had parenting. We had finance. We had Beta Satan undercover. Um... Help me out. Prayer, prophecy, um, honors reward. We had, um, what was that? Oh, there they are. Oh, sweet. We studied about going deeper. We talked about the book of James. Honors reward, extraordinary life, spiritual gifts. We had spiritual gifts. There were 12 different small groups that people learned and how to grow in their relationship with the Lord. Amen. We have girlfriends that, you know, the, the ladies, they get together for the girlfriends deal. And then we also had the kingdom men's, which we're going to get back into that to where we've got opportunities on that. So those were some discipleship opportunities that we had in 2010. Well, I, did I have a chance to minister? You all have a chance to minister. Whether it's in this church or outside this church, God's going to place you in and around people that need ministry. Can I get an amen? 
So as we look at those things, uh, let's take a look at some ministry opportunities. We had prophetic teams that actually went down to Church on the Rock and had the opportunity to minister. We started something last year, which was one of our goals that we did complete. Let me say this again. It was one of our goals that we did complete. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. And that's the Woodward Healing Rooms. Amen? That we, we, we had set a goal and said that we're going to begin to start these Woodward Healing Rooms. And they can come in, talk to Tom. Tom and Linda, you guys stand up. If you want to do some ministry, you want to pray for people, we're just not going to turn you loose. You go to them people. They will get you into that flow on Monday nights. You'll be able to pray for people. We've seen people get healed. People get saved. People get delivered. People getting set free. Doing the things they're supposed to be doing. Praise the Lord for that. Hallelujah. I mean, this is some good stuff today. Well, behind the scenes, nobody really knows what's going on, but we got teams that go to the nursing homes and they minister. And trust me, you do not want me singing at a nursing home. I've been there and done that, and Pastor Augustine can probably tell you, he won't tell you because he's such a man of great honor and respect towards us. But we went there at one time, man, I started singing, and Gershom was there and Augustine was there, and it was bad it was bad I mean it was bad I did that one time at a funeral and I won't do that ever again the prison ministry we have a prison ministry team they get the opportunity to go out to William S. Key prison if you, if you want to be involved in any of these ministries you just need to let us know um, the Woodward Detention Center has opened up the doors for us that's, that's another one advance that advance 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 the Woodward Detention Center. That is, right now we're sending the teams out on Thursday, usually Thursday afternoon, 4 to 5, and we're able to go in to the Woodward Detention Center and actually preach the good news, hallelujah, to these kids, these young men and women that are going to grow up and they're going to become leaders and I'm speaking, speaking to their destiny and their plan and their purpose where the enemy has tried to hold them back. They're being released and they're going to be serving the Lord. Can I get an Amen. So the next thing, another opportunity we had was we sent team to Hammond, Oklahoma. We sent a team to Hammond, Oklahoma, and they went down and served. We served dinner. We served tribal chiefs. We served leaders at Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network. There is some prayer uh, strategies that are going on in Hammond, Oklahoma, and this is, this is kind of the, the seat of the Washita Massacre. Anybody ever heard of that, the Washita Massacre? Well, it's called the Battle of Washita. It was really just a massacre. So we sent teams out to be able to minister to them. The other thing we did was Shorty and Terry Warren. I contacted them. I had a doctor call the office, and they said, Look, we need a wheelchair ramp for somebody. Do you all do wheelchair ramps? It's like, man, we... I have the habit of just saying, Yes, we'll do it, without figuring it out. Some people I know that goes against your grain. It's like, i got to get it all figured out before I do it. I was like, well, tell Jody. Jody, you tell him yes. Or, Sean, you tell him yes. Or, we'll, we'll do it and we'll figure it out. So, you know, I was trying to figure it out and Shorty and Terry came in. And I, I, I have some pictures, but I don't have some pictures of that. We're going to be able to get them. You'll see that in the future. But they went and they built this wonderful wheelchair ramp for somebody. Isn't that neat? You know what is even neater than that? is that the doctors called us instead of some construction company and said, we know your heart. We know that there's things that you guys are doing in the city, and we want to know if you'll be able to do this. Let's just thank the Lord for that. So Shorty and Terry, 
What else did we do in 2010? Hold on, here we go. Ladies' Christmas banquet. We know we had that. Ladies had a wonderful time. Children's church program. We fed the Woodward football team. We had a mentorship family hope training. I want to thank you guys for that. We will be getting back with you and updating you on those of you that went through the training for the, for the mentorship. I appreciate that. We will get back with you on the person that was overseeing that, has, has found employment elsewhere. So right now we've just got some questions on that. We had a middle school movie night. Anybody attend the movie night? We had some youth that went to the live nativity at Crystal Beach. We had the family fun day. Wasn't that awesome? I'll give you some more results on the family fun day. The back to school bash. Anybody ever participate on that? How about this? We had a national prayer breakfast that we have for the National Day of Prayer. We had 35 community leaders come in, and we actually were able to pray for them individually. The Lord has placed them where they are, and they're going to change some things. The other thing we did is we sponsored an, an oath workshop. Oklahoma's against trafficking humans. You remember when, when Mark Elam, who won the FBI Citizen of the Year Award last year, he came and shared that with us, opened up the door for us to go and be able to have that. Riverside Christmas Distribution. Anybody remember that? We're going to pick up on that in just a minute. Let's give the Lord some praise so far for what's happened. I know it's easy for me to sit up here and tell you, but we, what we did is we put something together I want to show you. I want to show you this, I want to show you this video and, and look for yourself in here, and, and we're going to do the same thing for next year, but we want you to see firsthand of some things that you guys were in. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? Turn to your neighbor and say, you sure are tired. <laughs> All that stuff you did last year. I mean, can you imagine that? Some of the things that we did, when we, when we actually got this building, we wanted to be able to have a place for the community. We wanted to be able to reach out, and, you know, we're in a great location, and we wanted to look at how we could begin to ha- help the community do some different things. So I wanted to look at, I'm going to give you the next slide, and it's going to be the, how we hosted some facilities for the community. And the ushers are just going to pass out some information for you here in just a minute. Can we pull up that next slide? There we go. We... we hosted for the community western plains youth and family services allowed to they use our building they use our parking lot life screening therapeutic foster care the girl scouts safe kids coalition car seat checks they use our parking lot to be able to do that and check um seats and everything else we had a prescription drop off how many of you know prescriptions are uh, outdated prescriptions are a major problem not only with with the elderly, but others, and they don't know what to do it and how to dispose it. And you don't want them just flushing it in the commode because that's, that's coming back out. That's, that's coming back out. When it's flushed back in the commode, it's not safe for us. It's not safe for anybody else. So we did a prescription drop-off where people were able to come and, and drop off their, uh, their prescriptions that were out of date and things of that nature that they no longer use instead of just keeping them in their cabinet. We've got Relay for Life utilized this facility uh, lose to win, they did workouts, and they did celebration. But you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, my house was to be a house of prayer. So let's take a look at some, some prayer. We know, man, we had some times of prayer. We had some times of fasting. We finished the day, finished the year out with 21-day challenge of, of just taking 21 days and setting aside time and just really seeking and hearing from God. Not only we did that, weekly we have an Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network that meets on Wednesdays from 12 to 2. We'd love you to be part of that. The National Day of Prayer is coming up. We met at the courthouse for an hour and organized um, 
uh, pastors from around the community to be able to pray and lift up our nation and the leaders. We have the opportunity for prayer at the city commission meetings, and I thank the Lord for that being open. I thank the Lord for that. Let's thank the Lord for the opportunity for us. We can open city commission meetings in prayer. Hallelujah. That, you may not think that's real important, but that's a, a right that a lot of communities don't have. Intercessory prayer on Monday nights. We know that you can come and be part of intercessory prayer on Monday nights. Get with Debbie Brawley on that. We had sent people to see you at the poll. We participated in that. Life Change Sunday. You remember those of that participated on that? That's a kind of a silent prayer. You can just stand there and, and hold up some signs and, and really pray. I want to tell you about our most important ministry. Families helping families. We need help at Families Helping Families. We need you involved. There are times where we need people to help carry out food. We've got some disabled people that come in, and we try to serve them first. But we need you to, we need you to set a time on Monday night. Monday night football is not here no more, so guys, we really could use some help. Amen? Well, maybe not after this Monday night with the NCAA. Never mind. <laughs> NCAA basketball game. But um, let's take a look at Families Helping Families. Families Helping Families last year, we served. 676 different families. This is huge. We serve as much in three months through Families Helping Families than our Woodward Community Pantry services in a year. Okay? We served over 17,824 people. We literally gave away, gave away 249,453 pounds of food. That is about five and a half truckloads. Hallelujah. Yeah. Five and a half truckloads of food is what we actually gave away. We gave away 265 turkeys at Thanksgiving time. We gave away 300 hams. The, the, the regional food bank who we work in conjunction with, they came to us and they said, as well as some other agencies, and they said, this TANF program, we want to do it differently. The government wants to do it differently. TANF is um, temporary aid for needy families. They said, we want to now distribute it through the regional food bank and their, their agencies that can give away huge numbers of food because we wanted to get it to those that had children that were 18 and under, that lived in the home, that that's where we wanted to target. We didn't, grandparents that are parenting their grandchildren, living in the home, we did that. And, and the, the, the emergency food program did this. Can you pull that slide up there, Michelle? 21,573 pounds. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. We distributed food for almost three and a half months. They had over... They had over 15 million pounds of food that they had to distribute, and it went so well, they thought we thought we were going to distribute in August and then also have a distribution in September, and they came back and said, all the food's been distributed. 15 million pounds that were distributed. Wow. Tell your neighbor, that's a lot of food. That is. There was 792 boxes. The cool thing about this was some of these boxes, there were 264 non-perishable boxes. These boxes had stuff that you can't get on food stamps. Food stamps, you cannot get toothpaste. You can't buy a toothbrush. You can't buy deodorant. You can't buy cologne. You can't buy those things on food stamps. And these boxes had those things in it. And that is really an amazing thing. Tell your neighbor, say, you're doing an amazing job. 
Tell your other neighbor, you're doing an amazing job. And some of you are looking at it like, I, I, I didn't, what is he talking about? I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. You're investing in a lifetime. You're investing in a lifetime. I want to give you some testimonials. Glennis, if you'll start. She's going to, this was Riverside students at Riverside. These are students at Riverside. Hey, she got a mic right there. Right there you go, sweetheart. Just going to stand up. Arapahoe Dorm, Riverside Indian School, would like to thank you so very much. Oh, okay. Closer. Can there you hear you me go. now? Okay, I'll start over. Uh, Dearest Loving Word Fellowship, Arapahoe Dorm, Riverside Indian School, would like to thank you so very much for all the kind and wonderful things you have done for us. The food, the personal health care items, pictures, and prayers on your visit for our wish list. The students, girls, seventh grade through accelerated, which are older, kids that want a diploma reside in Arapahoe. Since Christmas, three girls, accelerated students, have finished their schoolwork and went home. Arapahoe girls are so appreciative of all you have done for them. They liked the gifts, the foods, and realized it came from your heart. They felt blessed and cared for. The staff also would like to express our love and appreciation to you. Please keep us in your prayers. Love, blessings, and happy trails. Carrie, Arapahoe Dorm Manager, Marcella Beatty, Carrie, and Lou, and Dora, and Mary Hunter. Praise the Lord. That's the, the dorm people. Don't think you're not making an impact. We got, we, got, we got letters and letters that came from them. Just thanking you so much. Now, we've been doing this for, for well, it's been seven years that, that we've been doing it. But we're making an impact on those girls. Do we have another testimony? It says, Dear Woodward, I thank you for the presents you brought Riverside. And now you don't have to bring them, but I'm very thankful, and I think it's very thoughtful of you. You probably spend like at least $1,000 on each dorm and the speakers you have. You know, the ones who talk to us, the stories. It's kind of inspiring to me, and they just make me want to do more with my life. How many years have you been doing this? I think you said 77 years. I forgot. Once again, thank you so much for the presence. I think I speak for everybody at Riverside Indian School. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Dear friends, Dora, Galbraith, and Rappaport. Praise the Lord. Mario was one of the speakers that went down and then shared his testimony, and according to that letter, you're impacting that girl's life. We have any other testimonies? Uh, yeah, I have one here. Uh, hello, my name is Kanis Watanamagi. I am 15 years old and currently living in Arapahoe Dorm. I would like to thank you for all you have done, also the time you took out of your lives to get us the things that we wanted for Christmas. I know all the girls in our dorm enjoyed getting a present. They all had smiles in, on their faces when they opened them. I got gift cards from Walmart. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, and McDonald's. <laughs> These were the things that I had asked for on my wish list. I really, li I <coughs> I really enjoy them, too, just because I like to eat. <laughs> ha ha, with a big smiley face. Also, I got hot Cheetos and popcorn. These tasted very good, and I enjoyed them. Once again, I would like to thank you on behalf of myself and also on behalf of Riverside Indian School. Also, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Sincerely, Kanice.
I just wanted to thank you for taking time out of your day to bring me an early Christmas. I'm so thankful for you people. It's a true blessing that you do wonderful things like this for us. I'm truly blessed. Thanks you so much. I love my presents, especially my basketball, because that's my favorite sport. But I want to thank you, and I hope your family has a wonderful Christmas and many more to come. Thank you, love, Paige. Hallelujah. I think Sean might have the last one. You got one? Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for the presents you bought me and the whole school. I know you guys didn't have to, but you wanted to give us something for Christmas. But I just wanted you guys to know that it meant a lot to me. Thank you, guys. Markel DeSera. Hallelujah. Is that, that all of the testimonies right now? You guys are making a difference. Tell your neighbor, say, you're making a difference. Come on, tell your neighbor, you're making a difference. These people are being impacted, and they come, they come from 20 states and over 80 tribes. And they go back home, and they tell them about you. They tell them about you. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. He is, he is worthy. We're almost, we're almost done. Are we doing anything to advance the kingdom of God? Say, the kingdom of God is advancing. Last year we had 44. These are recorded decisions for Christ. Can we give the Lord some praise? That was this last year. Not only did we have that, we had, and had a baptism, and we had 38 that actually went through the waters of baptism. And 32 or 33 of those were out at the family fun day. Wasn't that cool? I mean, we're out there in a stock tank baptizing people. I mean, that, if that don't get you going, I don't know what gets you going. Hallelujah. So let's give the Lord some praise because you are making a difference. So I want to say thank you for making a difference. Okay, they give me 15 to 20 minutes more to preach. Hallelujah. The food's not quite ready yet, and I don't want to serve you some food that's not ready to eat. You, can you all make it? Okay, good. Did you all know that, you know, 30, 40 minutes went by that fast? I want to say thank you, 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 thank you for making a difference. Hallelujah. I mean, how do you know, how do we know what's happening? Now, let's talk, I want to talk a little bit about, about some of you that are visiting, you have no idea what's going on here, but we're going to talk a little bit about the bountiful offering. I'm going to talk a little bit about the bountiful offering. And they passed you out a sheet. I want you to take a look at that. Uh, If I can get it, I want to look at it. Can I, can I borrow yours and they'll get another one. Pastors Tony and Tanya um, would take up a, an annual offering two times a year. And Troy and Debbie, you guys will remember this. They did a resurrection offering and they did a bountiful offering. And I was, was praying and, and uh, this is many years ago and, and I said, Lord, how can we come to a place and show me in the scripture where I can look at this bountiful offering? And he, and he showed me 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 9. And it talked about where Paul had previously sent some people to arrange a gift that they were going to bring back for, to help out in, in, within his ministry. And you can read that. You can read about it yourself. It was previously a previously arranged bountiful gift. In other words, they thought about it beforehand. Don't you know if you previously arranged something, you've had some thought and some things of that nature that you've thought about it beforehand and said, okay, what can I do? How can we do it? So what we did is we, we basically did away with the, the, the resurrection offering and we just took the bountiful offering, which at Tony and Tanya at that time would do it in, around Thanksgiving, and we just said we're going to do it in the, near the first of the year. Just before Passover, just before 
uh, Resurrection Sunday, just before those areas, we're going to come in and we're going we're to see what God wants to do with this. And, it, and every year it began to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. When I say bigger, I remember we, we raised 13000 to help pay for a van and a, uh, and a uh, um, uh, you know, that little trailer, which we still got the van and we still got the trailer. Let's give the Lord some praise for that. Hallelujah. Robert is like, well, I sure would like a new van. I didn't put that down here, but we'll get that down here. But let's take a look at it. What, what would you be sowing your money into? Well, if I'm going to give to this offering, where is it going to go? First of all, you've already seen where the impact is. You've seen the different things that we've done last year. And each time we've done some different things. So I want us to look at that. If we were to look at it, and some of this may be you, may not be you. But you're going to find something on there that, that I think is going to be in your wheelhouse. It's going to come down the plate. and You're going to be able to hit that, hit that fastball with that. If we were to look at... The, Something about money. And I know it's difficult when we start talking about money. But money has to have a purpose. I found in my life that if I didn't have a purpose for my money, my money went somewhere else. Hello? Money has to have a purpose. So we're saying, what is, your, what, what is the purpose for your money? If you give, what is that purpose for your money? So let's look at this. If we were looking at building, if some of you might be interested and say, you know what, that's where I want my money to go to, bricks and mortar. What we want to be able to do is make a cry room over here that you can actually, out of this first nursery, that with a bigger TV and some reclining um, rockers, that mothers can actually go in there when their children are crying and still see the gathering that we are and still be in a comfortable atmosphere. The other thing that we're looking at doing is being able to remodel the discipleship room. That's the room off the kitchen. When I say remodel, I'm not talking about tear it out. I'm talking about go in there and redo some lighting and maybe put a different coat of paint on the wall. Maybe have Sean draw something on the wall or some different things that we can do to be able to make it a little more comfortable for you. Not only more comfortable for you, but more conducive. We want to be able to resurface the playground. You know, some of you are like, I ain't giving to that. But you'll give to the educational stuff that we're going to show you about. But we've got rocks there. And if you could come out here every Monday and sweep up rocks, I think you'd be wanting to vote for resurfacing that, cl- that children's playground. So we, we go out there and we sweep them rocks. Usually two or three times a week those rocks get swept because after Monday night the rocks are all back out everywhere. So we want to resurface that. Have you ever seen, oh, what is it, Cedar Heights, the, the, the school up here, and they've got the playground, and it's a rubber mat that's about like that thick. And then it's got a little angle down, you know, and they put it all on the, on the... That's what I'd like to have. I have no idea what that thing would cost, but that's what we would like to be able to do. And the other thing we want to do, because we're really concerned about you, we're concerned about security, we're concerned about everything else, is we want to put a couple double doors. In the, in, during the day, when people come in, there's double doors by that hallway, before the bathrooms, that hallway. They'll, they'll come in, and, and, and if... They don't ring the doorbell. They can come into the building and be in the hallways, and we not even know it. So we're wanting to just put some double doors there to kind of help secure that family life center off and do some really great things there. The other thing that we were looking at is is missions. If you want to have missions, say missions. Now, the first thing is what? Building. So some of you might like, you know, I'm not really into that mission thing, but I want to see if I put my money, I want to see them double doors. And you'll look at them double doors and you'll say, I'm going to walk through them double doors because I gave that bountiful offering and I'm going to open them double doors and I'm going to go through them double doors because I love them double doors because I help them double doors. Now, some of you might say, oh, I'm not helping with them double doors. 
But you might say, you know what, I want to help with missions. So we want to increase our support to our African missionaries. We basically give them $100 a month. Anybody want to trade places with them? Anybody? Anybody? Trade places with them. Kevin, we'll we, we send Kevin out as a missionary. $100 a month. So we want to be able to increase that support. I'm thinking, I believe this year we can double that to them. And who knows? We want to help support the two orphanages. You're going to hear a little bit more about that. For the Cross Ministries and the Jorim House. Both of them are located in India. Riverside Indian School. How many of you know there's over $1,000 that we actually sow, other than what you guys do for buying the gifts to, buy, to, buy, to get them things? So we get them shampoo and soap and TVs and computers, and there's other things that we do. So we want to be able to bless the people that way. Families helping families. We want to be able to purchase and distribute hygiene items. We want to get to where we can purchase them, assemble them, put them in a Ziploc bag or whatever, and be able to distribute to the people that need those things. Mission trips to Oklahoma City and Almirola, Texas. There are places that we can go locally, close by, that we can be able to make a difference. And how about Operation Impact? And we have some more Operation Impact nights or weekends to where we'll just bless some people. The third thing would be education. Say education. Fifth and sixth graders, they need a little bit bigger TV in there. The room, we had to open up that room. We took out that wall, made it into a double room. We need to be able to help them because they do video teaching. This isn't just so they can play video games. Hello? It's so we do video teaching, and they listen, and they look at that, and they answer questions. The same type of stuff when we do with our, some of our small groups. We want to be able to launch the Living Word Fellowship School of Ministry to where those that are ministry-minded Kevin says, raise his hand and says, I'm ready to go. We can prepare him and get him to a place where we send him out on missions or whoever it might be. We want to be able to look at youth curriculum. So I noticed some of the youth exited because they didn't want to hear about the curriculum. But what the thing of it is, is you have to understand there are sensitive subjects. And it's hard to teach those subjects on abstinence, on who they are in Christ, on on personal issues that they deal with. So we want to be able to utilize that. Small groups, Bible studies, conferences, we've been able to have some different, all those different things. We want to look at, a, we noticed we've bumped into it with Grady. We'd like to be able to have a projection screen and a screen that can actually lower down so we can use that for teaching also. Wouldn't that be a good thing? That's about educating. That's about making disciples. The fourth thing is what? Everybody, the fourth thing is what? Outreach. We're going to give somebody a cold cup of water, somebody that needs it, like these couple that came in, and we were able to take them and, and minister to them and pour this cold water over them and say, God wants to bless you, and, and he loves you, and he wants to heal those wounds, those things we were able to do. We did outreach for turkeys for Thanksgiving and hams for Christmas, bottled water and sandwiches. Wouldn't it be cool? I have a vision of being able to take bottled water on, on like, you know, somewhere in July when it's hot and those kids are out there playing, playing baseball and the families are sitting in the stands and they're fanning each other and they're sweating and we come in with a peanut butter jelly sandwich and a bottle of water. And they're going to go, what's that for? It's because God loves you. And you give it to them and you pass it out Concession stands might not make out that good that day, but anyway, God will. Amen. He'll make up that. But give them a bottle of water when they're hot and thirsty. Is that an impact? I don't know. That's just an outreach. The back-to-school bash is an outreach. Fifth quarters where they have a football team, that you know, they have fourth quarters, and then we break down and have some fifth quarters, something available for the kids after the football games or after the basketball games or even after the baseball games here locally. 
Celebration Sundays, we're going to celebrate. Today's kind of like a celebration Sunday, but there's going to be some Sundays that we're just going to celebrate. We're going to have some fun. I've challenged the youth to a basketball, basketball deal against the older people and the younger people, and they haven't gotten back with me. You know why? They're scared. I was kind of hoping Cade would be in here. You make sure you relay that to him. Us older guys want to play the younger guys, but they're afraid of us. I thought, well, maybe we could do a fundraiser. And we're going to play them, and they're going to play us, and we're going to wear them out. We, we got to make sure that we can have 15 on our team, and they only get five. <laughs> got to even level the playing field, you know, a little bit. Amen? But we're going to have to celebrate. One of the things that we looked at, how, how, how about if your bountiful money went into John Jacobs and the next generation power team? And they take that fry pan. I'd do it today, but I don't want to show them up. And I break a brick. Would that be okay? What about if we had them come in on a Sunday and you guys all came on Sunday and then we went out Sunday afternoon and passed out flyers because he's coming back on Sunday night. And then they can see him roll up a frying pan, break some brick, and then reach some young men and women for the kingdom of God. How about that? Wouldn't that be cool? Anybody heard of John Jacobs anyway and the power team? Good. Yeah, I, I probably, uh, I'll show off my manly thing when it comes around to it. Not now, maybe later. Number five is what? Project. If there's some projects, what kind of project? Oh, man, I look at the kingdom house and I see that we have a need. We have a need. And sometimes when there isn't a need, if somebody hasn't come and said, look, I need to live in there. We got to get this house ready, guys, because we got some people that need to get in there. And the longer we take, funds are going to come. Let's believe God for the funds. And when the funds come and the longer that takes, we're going to get in the funds and get that thing up and going and watch and see what God's going to do. Amen. How about building a wheelchair ramp? We've had some people that say, look, could you build us a wheelchair ramp? We don't have any funds. The money can go for that. How about a Saturday work day? We've got some projects. We need some stuff done around here. This is a big building, and it's hard for two or three people just to be able to help, help control the building itself and and you guys do a wonderful job at it, and I just want to encourage you that. So we got to have some projects. There'll be some more. We'll be brainstorming. What other projects can we do? How can we be able to reach the community? And the number fifth, the fifth thing that I want us to look at is maintenance. Light and heat. Anybody need to? Anybody enjoy the light? How about the heat? How about that? How about the air conditioner? Y'all appreciate the air conditioner? If it wasn't working, would y'all still come? <laughs> like I don't know. I can listen to this on the internet. I think I'll sit in my car. Turn the air conditioning on. It's hot out there. We've got some, you know, recently we redid the lighting in here, and it's helped, I think, on our energy costs. We've seen some of that. But we've got some of the old ballast lighting throughout the fellowship hall and the classrooms. And we want to be able to put in some four-foot drop lighting in there. We've got some of the fixtures. we just got to start begin to do that. We want to be able to put that in. So we want to look at some of the new lighting for the classrooms, the fellowship hall, New units for the, for the air conditioner in the fellowship hall. That is one big reclaim unit. In other words, when you not, you not, uh, Homeland used to have this building, the cold air that would go, it would be pulled in and sucked and recirculated from the refrigerated cases, pulled in and recirculated, and then distributed back out into the store. So when we came in, we put all new air conditioners up here, some. Some of those are still existing ones. But in the fellowship hall, we don't have a separate zoning for that. And that thing, I've got some air conditioning companies that don't want to mess with it. 
It's big, it's antiquated, it's the, the dinosaur of air conditioners. So when I turn that thing on, I hear the building shake, and I'm thinking that meter's going. <laughs> I'm like, there's smoke coming off the meter. We'll turn that air conditioning unit off. Well, yeah, oh my goodness, it's, it's just going really fast. So we want to be able to come in and put some separate units and zone that area as well as families helping families. I know this is too much information for some of you guys. The other thing about maintenance is the, the birth through two years. We want to purchase some little soft mats and shapes. Shelly said they're like little animal kind of shapes and stuff for the kids to crawl on. But they're soft and it's padded and it's really protective for them. The other thing is we're looking for some different additional storage cabinets in some of the rooms. Those are some, some things. We don't have to buy a, 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 a copier. We've got one now that should last us for the next 20, 30 years. Amen. And uh, until new technology comes out and all sorts of stuff begins to happen. So I want to come down to this place where you guys have been given this. Some of you know why you're here. Some of you are visiting. If you want to participate, you can participate. Don't feel like you have to. But if you want to get in on it, you're welcome to get in on it. Those of you that, how many of you came and brought an envelope today? Let me ask you, how many of you would like to give something today but don't have a green envelope to give something in? Just, you guys put a green envelope in their hands. What we've also done, and we'll give you this. This is something to where you can actually make a pledge. In other words, here's what, here's what we've run to in the past. I've had some single women that come in and that said, look, you know what, I know it's really tough, but I would like to give to the bountiful offering. And this is where this all transpired. And they're like, I don't have, you know, $100 to give, but I can give $100 over the next six months. I can give so much. And we, she kind of just put this different thing down here that if you, if you want to sow $250, and it would be $4.81 a week. $4.81 a week. How many of you spend more than that on a dinner? $962 biweekly, and if you want to do it monthly, it's $20.83 a month. What does, where does my money go? Where does it go? Where does it go? Well, you've just seen that. It's been a presentation of you today. Shelly and I, with those of you that we've asked to, to pray and ask the Lord. And you might be, you say, well, you know, it's been a tough time. I know it has. It was a tough time for Isaac. In Genesis chapter 26, Isaac sowed a seed in a year of famine. Anybody think that there's a famine going on? Yeah. yeah. He sowed a seed in the year of famine. And in Genesis 26, you can read it for yourself. And he reaped a harvest. I'll let you read it for yourself because there's more to it than that. But we believe, and I, I, I will look back over some of the past bountiful offerings. I know people were believing for their husband to get a job and for them to have uh, medical insurance, and that has happened. Hallelujah. I know people that have said, you know what, I need to earn more money, and they began to give into the bountiful offering and got a raise or bonus or something else. Now, they also had to be diligent with what they were doing. Because how many of you know you can't sit on the couch and God, God's just not going to dump his, his, his money out? If you can't handle $2.50, he's not going to give you five. Hello? And if you get five, I've seen this happen. A principal of a guy that couldn't handle $5, and he got a job making 18 and then I talked to him a couple of months later, and it was like, what happened? He didn't handle the job because he couldn't have handled the $2 or $5. Are you with me? So the Bible says to be faithful with a little, and he'll make you ruler over much. So be faithful. If it's, if it's $10 a week, if it's $10 a month, if it's a dollar a month, it's okay. It's okay because you've prayed, you've asked the Lord, and you've been obedient. So Shelly and I made a pledge. We said this is how much we can basically give now, and we've wrote a check for that. 
And some of you have come prepared to do that. If you haven't, we want you to write one now. The other thing we did is we said, this is how much we pledge to give. This is our actual pledge. So we put this in here. And we said, this is how much I can give today and this is how much I can pledge. Listen, listen. God's not short on money. If you give a vow, if you pledge to do it, just meet your pledge or just don't pledge. Okay? Is that okay? Well, I've been in a church before, but it never told me not to give. Don't give. If you don't have the right heart, don't have the right motive, don't give. You be obedient to the Lord. So what I want to do is I'm going I'm to ask you guys, those of you that maybe have come today and that say, look, I, I don't know what to do, but I'm gonna just going to give you a few minutes. Bill, I'm just going to have you put on some music. I'm going to give you a few minutes. And we're going to declare the word of God over this. So if you have a green envelope, I just want you to get it. I just want you to look at it. Bill, can you play something for us, please? That's my upbeat music. I like it. Sounds like the Beatles. Y'all probably don't know who they are. So what about this bountiful offering? You've seen what things have been done. This, this bountiful offering is to use to advance the kingdom of God. So I'm asking you to look at it, and I'm asking you to say, okay, what is it that I need to have here? Because God loves a cheerful giver. And as you give, as you give, He'll bless you. He'll come back, and He will bless you. And it might be, uh, might be finances. It might be a check in the mail. It might be a bonus. It might be uh, uh, bills being paid off, getting out of debt, whatever that might be. So, Father, right now, we pray right now that you will... That we're, we're giving this freely and willingly ourselves. And we just ask that you'll take this and it'll be used to advance your kingdom in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. So we're just going to, as he plays, we're going to ask you just to come on up. And then after you guys dismiss, if you're visiting, we want you to stay for dinner. We've got plenty of food. Please, we've prepared a table for you. So come and let's eat. Shorty's, are we ready? Okay, Shorty's got a grill. He's been cooking hot dogs, hamburgers, and I think there might even be some steaks or something out there on that grill. We got some prizes that we're going to give away here in a little.